Oh. Oh, shoot. Love you guys. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, LK, at 7.06 on this Tuesday, January 23rd, 2024. Justin Gazepis alongside Mamie and Bill this morning. Good morning. How are you? Doing well. Uh, well, wait. <sighs> Better now. Yeah. It is uh, delicious. Lit down my goozle into my belly place. Space. Space. <laughs> Space for the belly. And uh, yeah, happy uh, Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Did your Monday finish out the way you expected it? Oh, I think so. It's pretty good. Pretty good Monday. Most days finish the way you expect, unless you're a deer, because you might die today. <laughs> yes. Is that is that a hard pivot? <laughs> Tika K's got a problem and they say, we're going to take care of it. And it starts with killing deer. <laughs> yeah. It's super relevant because yesterday we were talking about hunting, right? Didn't we talk about hunting yesterday a little bit? Hey, Bill, how you doing? Oh, you got to talk into the mic. I get it. Okay. Hey. <laughs> hey, did we talk about hunting yesterday? I don't think we talked. About I thought we did. And that like, if we kill it, like we have to eat it. We talked about it one day. I don't know that it was yesterday, but I know we killed it. You're right. That's too, that's too much for a Monday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. We go real sad if we want to some days too, but yeah. But 150 deer getting killed in TKK? 150. Yeah. And it, so it was originally going to be like 60 is what they said. Well, but that wasn't enough. That wasn't enough. So now they're, they're going to kill more. And uh, they're using a sharpshooter, though. They're that's, bringing in a professional. Yes, that's kind of wild. I think that's pretty cool. Would you rather that or, like, just let everybody have a gun and run out there and shoot it? That's true. I guess you can't have that unorganized chaos. I hope he looks like the dude from Jumanji, you know, who comes back, like the safari guy. Have you yes. seen that? You know what yes. I mean? Like, yes. that's the level you're bringing in a professional deer killer. Yeah. Or, or is he like more going to be like a guy who like black? And I say guy, it could be a girl. Look, yeah. I, I'm not a sexist. Yeah, it's just they, a sharpshooter. It doesn't say which right. one. It's not gender specific on the sharpshooting. Mm -hmm. Wearing like the black trench coat, blends in like around town, checks out the scene first, you know, seeing what the vibe's like in the community. Yeah. All right. Yeah. These deers are ready to die. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, these people definitely don't want them. Yeah. I heard Bob at the coffee shop talking about him. I need to take care of him immediately. Oh, man. So, but um, did you see what they're going to do with the meat? To all the deer that they kill, they're going to take the meat and they're going to have it processed and give it to um, local homeless shelters. So oh, that's good. At least they're, yeah. That's a positive. Yeah. So. You got to do something with the meat. You I can't mean, just kill them deer, and leave them. So. You've ever smelled I, deer carcass? No. I mean, probably driving down the highway somewhere. Definitely. Probably. Yeah. But um, growing up in the country, especially the deer are awful. My mom hit a deer like, I don't know, eight or nine times. <laughs> Dang, insurance, God, It became the norm Jeez. coming home from work or going to work early in the morning. And yeah, just they'd be everywhere. Are deer still in mating season right now? Is Are they still, know. you know, hopping around and doing all that kind of stuff right now? Because December is typically the common time for, for when the deers are out on the streets, you know, uh, causing havoc. So deer mating season in North Carolina, early October to early December in the mountains. Oh, no, excuse me. Early October on the coast, early December in the mountains. Mm. So I think we're past it. Okay. So now they're all calmed down. Now, the sharpshooter's not going to kill the babies, though, right? Like, mm, you um, can't have babies. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. They don't want to come back and avenge their parents. Because <laughs> is there game theory in that? Like, hey, let's take out the youngest of the 150, and then the oh, oldest will just sad. die. Early like, this 
This is what you had on the top of the list. Top of the hour. Sorry. Came in hot with it too. Something. Do you have you ever had venison? I have, yeah. I got tricked into eating it the first time. Because I was like, I don't want to eat deer meat. I don't think I'll like it. And my friend Malia made a um a lasagna and with deer sausage, like ground deer sausage. Like 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 meat sauce was Vienna sauce? Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Vien- venison. Venice. Oh yeah, yeah. it's not Vienna. It's not, that's <laughs> not right. What you, that's what a, you eat. No. <laughs> it's venison. But yeah, so after I ate it, she was like, Did you like it? And I was like, Yeah. She goes, It was it was venison. And so Wow, did I say Vienna multiple times on that? I don't know. I just heard it the one time I fi- that's like a, fixed it for you. It's like a little girl's name. Like, I don't mean that. Like, that's not, <laughs> that is not. Um, but yeah, it was, I mean, it was good. I enjoyed it. She she thought it was pretty But wait, funny. it's Vienna sausage. That's not Vienna deer sausage. Sausages. That's not deer sausage. No, that's just those little tiny ones. That has to do with the size. I don't know. I don't know. Vienna's a city in Italy, too, isn't it? Or is it a whole country? I don't know. These too many <laughs> questions this early in the morning. <laughs> But I accept full responsibility for it today. It's my fault. Does baby venison have a different name? Uh, like mini venison? Mm, I don't know. Is it like just veal? Venison? Like veal. Is oh, baby veal. cow? Yeah. But I don't know. Veal is baby cow? That's not baby goat? No, it's baby cow. What's baby goat? Goat. <laughs> goats know no classifications. Norwegian? No. Norwegian dwarf goats? Is that, that's, that's a something. Well, big. there's lamb. Lamb is a baby sheep, right? Sure. And so there's lamb, but then if you eat sheep, it's called mutton. Mutton? Uh-huh. Do you have that with liver mush? Mutton no, and liver I've mush? never had mutton before. I'm not planning on starting that. That for breakfast. Culturally, who eats mutton? I don't, I don't know. know. Where does that come from? I don't know. Mutton? Just know that if they offer you that, you don't want it. I've, I've not heard good things about it. The meaning of mutton is the flesh of a mature sheep used for food. Yeah. Mm. And then it tells goes on to use how to mut- how to use mutton in a sentence. I'm not going to do that because word of the day it's coming up. is coming up. Right. Is mutton the word of the day? It is not. Okay, not mutton today. No, mutton. Maybe one day? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. One day after we forget this conversation, <laughs> like tomorrow. <laughs> Viennison is the word of the day today, <laughs> likely. It's not even a word. Because I've forgotten it by the end of the segment, and that's how it goes. Have you ever hit You said your mom hit eight or nine deer. Have you ever hit a deer? I've never hit a deer, but mm. growing up in the country, they're everywhere. Like They hop. Yeah, and they come out of nowhere, it seems like. But there was one morning here. I don't usually see them around here. Inside the studio? No. Like, what? Here in... News to me. On exit 28. Okay. They hear okay. where I wow. stay. A rarity. Rarity. Corntown rarity. Um, I don't ever see them around here, though. Do you see not, deer often? Not like on Catawba. Right. I have seen them a few times. You know, when, when Alexander Farms was getting built, I think I did see, you know, a couple traveling from Robbins Park kind of back and forth. Yeah. Seen them in Statesville, Catawba County, all the time. A lot more rural areas, right? Uh, but not here in Corndown, I don't think too often. I see them sometimes when I have to go to the airport early in the morning. I'll see them on the side of the highway. There's this cat that climbs in my backyard. It's not a deer. There's like this cat that comes and invades the yard a lot and like knocks over my plants. Pretty sure he's trying to get my other my indoor cat. I won't let him have oh. her though. She's mine, so it's like it's kind of weird. Our issue in the neighborhood is uh, bunnies. We got bunnies. Oh, really? Everywhere. They're taking over. Yes, they have taken over. They're not as friendly as they look, by the way. They look really cute, but I had this really nice decorative grass in the front yard. And they mm-hmm. ate every last bit of it. You, I, I think that's a grounds to shoot them, isn't it? I don't. What am I going to shoot them with? I well, mean, then we you have, can eat them. You can have no bunny. <laughs> rabbit. Yeah. Well, well, babies are bunnies, right? Oh, like, there's some rabbit in the air fryer. <laughs> Let's eat. <laughs> hey, how about uh, v- venison? Venison. That's it. 
Okay, venison. How about venison in the air fryer? Huh, might be good. I don't know. Maybe that's how they're going to cook them down there in TGK for people. I hit a deer one time. Yeah. I think once. I was on a motorcycle in Boone. Oh, wow. Hit the motorcycle. It was the baby. It was the Bambi. The Bambi it was the Bambi yeah. of the group. And I hit it and it totaled my motorcycle and I flipped over. Mm. It was crazy. It was a good time. Did you get hurt? Thankfully, no. It was only the second time I ever wore pants on my motorcycle. So I was okay. (laughs) Thankfully, I was okay. You know, you got to love the Blue Ridge Parkway and everything that comes with it. So good morning, LK. And 844 Studio 4, if you want to be part of the conversation. Two tickets to the Charlotte Home and Garden Show, Charlotte Home and Remodel Show. One of them's happening this weekend. Yeah. The other's happening at the end of February. That's right. The one this weekend, Cabarrus Arena uh, in Concord. You can win two tickets, 844-STUDIO-4. Call and say good morning to Bill. We're going to get a look at traffic on the other side of the break. Jeff or Jim, somebody from iCats probably calling. RideiCats.com, alternative transportation. Word of the day. A little bit of knowledge coming your way. We'll have more Good Morning LKN coming up on 105.9, 100.7 WSIC. Want to talk with Justin, Bill, or Mamie? Give them a call now at 844-STUDIO-4. It's Good Morning LKN on WSIC. Good Morning LKN, 718 on this Tuesday. Already. Already. We're getting closer and closer to Friday, which is where you want to be. I know, but you could just cruise with us. Let's get a look at those streets, though, because probably out there right now, who knows what's going on. We got Jimothy with iCats, rideicats.com, alternative transportation, three bucks each day, each way. Jimothy, how we doing? Oh, we're fine down here. I just rolled in the Mooresville, dropped some passengers off here, waiting for some other ones to come up. It was... Uh, Pretty thick coming down from Statesville. A lot of traffic, slow, a lot of trucks, but uh, didn't see any problems. Didn't even see a, a vehicle sitting on the side of the road. Not a one. But, uh, no, not one. That's really unusual. Were we supposed to have today off that I that I forgot about, Jim? I just wasn't sure. It seems like that kind of day based on the streets right now. <laughs> yeah, that uh, it's pretty well jammed up there. And probably going to be jammed up more going to Charlotte, but we'll see what happens. Do you do you find I can't that? Understand? Go ahead. I can't understand why some people, when it's dark, don't turn the lights on. It it just amazes me. I don't know if they forget or if they think they can see or what, but I see them all the time. Man, what were you saying now? No, it's like, well, I'm going to comment back on you. It's like you're calling me out. So Saturday night, I leave Kane Center. I didn't <laughs> have my headlights on because my wife's fan has like the auto, but she turns it to off. She doesn't leave it on auto. So then I, I just assumed it was on auto because, you know, my vision is just top notch. And so I, it was like I have infrared. That's what you need at night, right? Infrared? Is that, is that the type night, of... Night vision? Night vision, infrared? <laughs> is that, is that yeah, the type of vision you've got, Jim? I goggles. Uh, well, I, I wear glasses, but uh, I'm getting older. It's harder to see at night a little bit. Yeah, the lights are brighter but on the, you remember on the vehicles. What I, you remember what I said about uh, these auto daylights, right? Where the taillights aren't on? Mm. People Remind driving me. around with... Uh, yeah. Yeah, when you have the daylight running lights on, uh, there's no taillights for your car. Oh, at all? 
That's why, no. That's why it says in the law to turn your headlights on, not your daytime lights. I'm going to be honest with you, Jim. I'm going to have to look up the difference. I'm going to have to look it up. I'm going to I'm going to bust out my owner's manual and I'm going to find it. Today's Tuesday, the day that iCats goes to the VA in Salisbury. Jim, you making that trek out there to Salisbury today? Nope, I'm uh doing this road for or this uh this trip to Charlotte, then I go around and pick up people till about 12:30 something like that. Then I go home. It's not a bad day. But no, I've never made the trip to uh over there to the VA. Well, I got an idea. You know, you, you, this is how you can do it. RideICats.com. Schedule a pickup. ICats will pick you up. I think they pick <laughs> you up at your house for a dollar each way, and they'll take you there. They will. When I, I had an operation back in the end of November, and I had to go to the doctors, and uh, I wasn't able to drive for about four weeks. And I had ICAT pick me up one dollar to go to the doctor dollar to come back it's a deal it really is it's a i wish deal. more people would take advantage of it because there's a lot of people out there that don't have transportation and don't know about it that's right even if you got to go to wendy's you can just hop on for a dollar schedule a pickup go there schedule a dollar for a ba- the way back it's not bad it's a killer deal jim we appreciate you we'll talk to you at eight fifteen. we will all right i appreciate you guys likewise sir all right, rideicats.com. That's Jim with iCats, rideicats.com, alternative transportation. $3 each day, each way to cruise down to the city of Charlotte from Iredale County. And then a dollar for a couple of other spots they do. Again, Tuesday, the VA in Salisbury. Thursday, they go to Winston. Friday, they go to Hickory. So kind of some regional transportation there, uh, alternative options as well. I went everybody's head about the bird. It's time for the word of the day. What's the word? Good morning, everyone. Um, today's word of the day is lissom. Lissom. For those following along at home, that's L I S S O M E. Lissom. Lissom. Like lissom up. Lissom up. <laughs> lissom up. It's an adjective. It is an adjective. Is it an adjective? Yes, it is. Are you well? Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, my definition <laughs> just disappeared on me. All right. Would you like to hear it in a sentence? Gonna yes. need it. Yes, please. All right. The ballet dancer moved with lissom grace, gliding a- across the stage with effortless elegance and flexibility. Deer-like. Yes, I would say that. Hmm. I'll give you that one. Okay. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. That was a synonym of probably something you were thinking. I no, I'm deer like is a lis- common I'm vernacular. Stuck on listen up, <laughs> listen up. That's what I'm uh, stuck on. Um, gazelle. I also uh, submit gazelle as okay. an answer as well. Yeah. Excellent. Gracefully. I am gonna give you. Uh, well, do I want to give you gracefully? I feel like that's kind of in the mm. word I just used, but it is in the definition as well. Um, well, well, isn't that yeah? The so definition, you win. Then? Yep. You win. You win. Congrats. Wow. That big feels day. really good. It's a big day. Do I get anything out of the treasure box? <laughs> yes. Yes. There's some cheesecake in the treasure box. I didn't know we had it. Wait, no, I, I, don't, I don't have a treasure box. Uh, thin, uh, supple, and it? graceful. Thin, supple, and graceful is the definition of lissom. Thin, supple? That's what it says. 
Yep. Thin, supple, you, and graceful. Okay. You sure it's not subtle? Supple. S-U-P-P-L-E. And graceful. And graceful. Those are, those are all three great synonyms for also lissom. Yes. Yeah, I probably will never use that word again. <laughs> are you still stuck on lissom up? Lissom up. <laughs> I can't get past it today. She didn't get anywhere beyond that. All no. right. Lissom up. It's the word of the day. <laughs> And then, and then it all went down. And then it all, there. yeah, it just went in my brain and it got stuck there. Things get stuck in my brain. <laughs> could, could, it couldn't get past it. All right, let me try this. Um, mm, the snow in Boone falls in a Lissom-like fashion. I think that yeah. works. Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah, okay. sure. Sounds good. I'm seeking approval right now. Yes, <laughs> I like it. Approved. Well, well I mentioned Ben because uh, Greystone Lodge. Uh, part of our High Country Happening segment, Ben McKeith and general manager of Greystone Lodge, um, did, met up with a business up there, a cool facility called The Summit, Indoor Pickleball. Have you heard of Pickleball? I've heard of it. I've not played it yet. No, me either. But it's all the rage. Everybody plays it. Except us. Except us, I think. <laughs> I think us three are the last three on the planet <laughs> yes, to I play pickleball. And so the summit in Boone, Ben McKeithen shot a video with the summit. We're going to check that out today uh, at 8.15, 8.30, 8.30. We'll check it out at 8.30. He sent us that video. He's on a little vacay action. So, But we're going to get our High Country Happening segment via this video interviewing uh, the owners of the summit, indoor pickleball. Even Boone can't can stay away from I pickleball. Know. I know. You definitely have to have indoor up there, though. Yes, definitely indoor. Although, now that I think about it, Outdoor pickleball in the snow. That'd be a challenge. Could play. That, but you'd be all slippery and stuff. You'd like that? I think it just adds a layer. Mm. You know what I mean? Extreme like extreme pickleball. Yeah, like, yes. Play the indoor courts are the extreme ones outdoors. Yes. Yeah. And I guess I don't want to call it advanced, but yeah, extreme. Yeah. We'll go extreme conditions. Mm -hmm. Seems worth it. See what happens. The ball doesn't have to hit the ground, right? I, don't ask me the rules of pickleball. I don't know. I have no idea. I think it can it can bounce. Like ping pong or tennis is the same thing, right? I just don't play enough of those kind of sports to know the difference in the rules. But um, but yeah, everybody likes that. I should I should give it a try. It's worth a try. I'm at some point. I have a feeling we will play it. I just don't know where or when. The memory the memories I have of pickleball right now. I can picture myself standing outside of Huntersville Town Hall, hearing all of the pickleballing going on at Holcomb Park. Right? Is that Holcomb Holcomb Park? Something like that. Mm -hmm. Holcomb, and it's just loud. It's just bam, it loud. bam, bam, bam. One of the things that they talked about during um, the candidate forums that we had held a few months back in October, the loudness of pickleball, and I had never really considered that before. Maybe similar to like a deer screaming or something. Do deer scream? <laughs> deer scream, right? Back on the deer. Well, Tika K's taking care of that for yeah, you. Yeah, you hear a lot of Don't shoot down the pickleballers, though. <laughs> no. Don't do that sharpshooter that's yeah. going out there to Tika K. Uh, do you remember the Fire Festival? Did you ever see that documentary? I did see that documentary. That's crazy. Did you see did Homeboys you... Out of Jail? Oh, no. I didn't know he'd gotten out of jail. He's out of jail. He's and doing he made, it again. He made this post uh, yesterday. I think it was yesterday. On, on Twitter. Bill, I want to tell you to play this, but I don't know this guy. This guy might have a potty mouth, so I'd say let's not play it. But he put out a post, and the guy's name, Billy McFarland. Yeah. That was the guy's name who started Fire Festival. If you hadn't seen the documentary, yet, go back on Netflix and watch it. Pretty wild, the situation that went down. Like, basically a private island that he claimed he was having a music festival at. Well, this private island, you know, 
again, I don't believe in magic. You have to have this like utility infrastructure. People got to go to the bathroom. They got to right. wash their hands. You need water to drink. And he he signed up for this festival at an island. Like he was putting it together, but it had no infrastructure. And then it came out to be like this whole sham of a situation. Sleeping in tents and stuff like Nasty. like emergency tents. Nasty. Ugh, gross. Compounding. The cheese sandwich. Did you see the picture of the cheese sandwich? No. <laughs> that's what got the the fire festival, the fraud thing. That's what that's like, what kicked it off. People in. So they didn't have. They were just feeding them alcohol all day. Mm-hmm. And um, at some point, somebody was like, "I'm hungry," and they said, "Well, go over to that tent over there. Like the regular food line's not ready with the luxurious food. Go over to that tent over there." And they just made them like cheese and a piece of lettuce and a tomato. And then the guy took a picture, tweeted it, and that's that blew the whole thing up. Cheese sandwich. Would you attempt to go to a future fire festival? I would not go to a fire festival. I'm not a festival goer, though. Oh, you're not? In any kind of way. What's I'm not the, doing a burning what's man. What's the big one? A, Couture, what's the big... What's the big... Uh, um, Coachella. Coachella. Yeah, no, I'm not going to Chella one Coachella. No, I, I'm not sleeping outside voluntarily. <laughs> <laughs> you're glamping, though. Uh, maybe, maybe. Fire festival style. Yeah, well, not their, not their style. But yeah, I can't believe that he's... He's doing it again. Well, he's unleashed the the final 100 Fire Festival 2 pre-sale tickets. So time is limited. Mm-hmm. Your time's also limited to win Charlotte Home and Landscape Show tickets. 844-STUDIO-4. Stay Lake Norman's up next. Yeah. Stay where you are. There's more Good Morning LKN with Justin, Bill, and Mamie on the way from 1059-100.7 WSIC. Local starts here. Now, back to more of Good Morning LKN with Justin, Bill, and Mamie on 105.9, 100.7-WSIC. Good morning, LKN. We're back. It's 7.32, um, and I'm here with Caleb from Stay Lake Norman. Hey, Caleb. Thanks hey. for joining us today. Yeah, absolutely. So happy to be here. Yeah. I appreciate you guys having me here. Yeah. So um, I, I met Caleb, mm, what, about it, six months ago or so? We just started yeah. chatting. Um, what were you doing, trying to get a deal on a on a stay locally in Lake Norman? <laughs> no, we just I like I like the content that you guys put out. It's really like beautiful content you put out. So it was just that kind of relationship, just starting saying like, hey. oh, this was your one uh, free Stanley with purchase. Is that yeah, what this no, was at the luxury <laughs> house? No. Is that this one? No, no, this wasn't that house. No, but you have some beautiful luxury properties. And the thing that I think that caught my attention to was all of the the shows and the things that you've um, been associated with, like the Netflix shows or the. Mm-hmm. Um, when uh, Jersey Shore came here, oh, they yes. stayed in one of your houses. Yes, yes. It was super Oh, you exciting. must have been giddy at Oh, that I point. was losing my mind over that one. <laughs> but kind of tell us how you got started with um, with this, and it's luxury rental properties as well, short-term rentals. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, I can't take credit for the idea of, of what Stay Lake Norman was when we when we started. Uh, my business partner, Laura Lawrence, was um, behind the genius of what it was. And, and at the time, he had... He had ventured all over America and landed roots in Mooresville because they just fell in love with it. And he just noticed that there was no, what he calls one-stop sexy shop for a vacation home on the lake. And so he was able to find a piece of real estate, flip it, and turn it into a vacation rental that was curated for a high-end client who wanted to come together with their family and uh, enjoyed the beautiful lake that we have here. And so one turned into two, two turned into three, and then the story goes where people start calling here and they're like, hey, can you do that with my house? Can you do that with my house? And uh, and so the story just started there. So it started about 10 years ago, the idea, and uh, and we've been rocking forward, rolling the snowball ever since. 
Yeah, yeah, it's so cool. And the thing I love about what you guys do is not just a place to stay, right? You talk about mm -hmm. that high-end luxury experience. Can you tell us a little bit more about that, like what's included? Because you can go, you know, everything from a private chef to boat rentals to, you know, any of that kind of stuff. So what do you guys offer with? I mean, if you can dream of what your stay looks like, you know, We'll try to find a way. Willy Wonka's Chonko Factory. <laughs> I mean, we want that on the lake now. Now, now. now I'm not going to say that's going to be free, but I tell you what, I've got some people that we could connect people with to try to find a way to put like Willy that. Wonka Chocolate Factory in that house that you're staying at. So, yeah. So, um, you know, really, we have people come in, like you mentioned, for TV shows and, and they shoot the show here. And a lot of times they're just enjoying like Norman because who doesn't, right? Um, we've got people who come for big anniversaries. We've got people who come to celebrate the life of someone who isn't here anymore. We've got people who come for birthdays, bachelorette parties, bachelor parties, uh, weddings. Um, just recently, there was a wedding at Trump, and I think we had like 18 houses that were booked from all the guests that were coming wow. to that wedding. So, you know, we just, what we want to do is we fell in love with Lake Norman. As everybody listening to this, probably you guys fell in love with Lake Norman. And the most of these people that fell in love with the lake visited here once and fell in love with the lake. And so we want to give that opportunity to other people and a really nice place for them to see what, what the lake's all about. I would imagine, um, you, you, when you got into this, you said a year ago, six months, how long ago? So, yeah. So I became a broker a year yeah. ago, but uh, <laughs> different only, conversation. only out of necessity. <laughs> Let's be clear about that. Uh, but about three years ago. So unfortunately, uh, the, the word that nobody likes to still talk about is COVID. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I was, I was helping run a retreat center as a nonprofit and, uh, and, and that business had to shut down. And so I stumbled into Stay Lake Norman and, uh, as an operations person and just kind of started to to love it, feed on it, wake up every morning dreaming of it. And I just have kind of grown into everything that is Stay Lake Norman. And now I run basically the day to day of, of what we do. So where are you from? Are you from Mooresville then or where are you from? Yeah, a great question. So usually I answer that with telling people I'm from the East Coast. <laughs> um, Fair. So yeah, so as a kid, you know, born in Georgia, moved to Florida, moved to Pennsylvania, moved to North Carolina after college. And uh, not to, you know, knock on you too much, but I did go to Western. Ooh. And so... Uh, <laughs> Uh-oh, the battle of the colleges today. <laughs> the I'll, I'll stay away from it. I'll stay away from it. I've been told I need to pull back because Kate Mamie's daughter is a has gotten into both Western yes, and App, yes. and so I've been vibing for App. But I'll, I'll, I'll no, play it's okay. Right it's okay. No hard feelings, right? It's one of those things when you're in college, you like, oh yeah, you can't stand it. But now you know it's North Carolina. So Did I you educate it. Mamie on the Mountain Jug? Because I tried to explain yeah, it to her about I, the old Mountain I was Jug. Listening. Did you? Okay, you I were. Was okay. Listening I still don't understand the Mountain Jug. Um, I don't, it's, a, it's, it's just a, a jug. It's like just I'm trying a jug. to. Just, but what's the competition it, like? Is it just it, tug well, of war? Wins the it football. used to be football. Oh. It used to be football. And yes. correct me if I'm wrong. Now it's no, basketball. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Right? Because because you guys have maybe, moved up. Uh, and maybe how do y'all transfer the jug? <laughs> You hand it to somebody yeah. oh, physically. Okay. Yeah. Physically, you, have you to hand take it. it to somebody whoever right. the winner is. Yeah, it's just hand, it's, mm -hmm. I got the joke. No, it. it's Bitcoin. It's, yeah. all, <laughs> <laughs> it's an AI joke. Speaking of, do you guys accept Bitcoin as payment? Uh, no. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I thought I'd. This ask. is not Fire Festival. Okay. All right. This okay. is not Fire Festival. <laughs> this is the complete opposite of that. So you mentioned operations, I, and I can only imagine with all this that you guys have more concierge level service, yes. right? Yes. You, you are curating a stay for people that want to. Be in the Lake Norman area, which is phenomenal, by the way. That's a rarity. What's it like navigating the current 
atmosphere of multiple municipalities, short-term rentals, right? That's not an easy conversation. No. There are some people I would guess that don't like you guys, uh, yeah. if I had to guess. <laughs> What's that been like for you, like coming through the process? You know, walking back through uh, and seeing what Bill looks at, Yeah, that's probably about what my office looks like. So it's a full-time job for me. It's over a full-time job for me, but it's over a full-time job for our entire staff. And, and let me be very clear, we could not do what we do if it wasn't for every single person in our team behind me. Um, and so when it comes to, we probably have less fans than you, but we probably have a lot more haters than you just because of... <laughs> I don't know. Mamie's got a few. <laughs> Just because of, yes, I understand. Change is hard. People are coming to your town where you live and they're visiting and, and they may not always know the rules. They may not always respect everything. And, mm -hmm. and I could probably ask everybody in here, you've probably stayed in Airbnb. You've probably never broken the rules. I could probably ask a hundred people. They've probably never. Don't make me lie on the radio. <laughs> I think my kids are still listening. Don't do that to me. <laughs> you could ask a thousand people and they may have never broken the rules. But then you ask a hundred thousand people and one of them said, oh, I didn't put the laundry where I was supposed to. And the other one said, yeah, I threw a big party and I didn't care. Yeah. And, and you know, it's it's a challenge. It is. And it's it's a perspective of what what do you think we do compared to what we actually do? And there's some bad eggs out there who just don't care. They don't care about the lake. They don't care about the people who live here, and uh, and we're just we're just here to to make this place a better place, and that's that's all we try to do. So now you guys don't own the properties, right? These are private owners that contract with you guys to basically manage short-term rentals of their properties. Absolutely, that's what we aim to do. So um, we try to make it as passive as as it comes. Now, if you see an Instagram highlight marketing mastermind class that says, I'll teach you how to make $100,000 in 20 minutes with an mm -hmm. Airbnb. It's not real. Cause it's, not <laughs> <laughs> it's not real. Uh, but, but what we do is, yes, we try to make it as passive as, as possible. Someone who maybe they don't want to put their money in the stocks. Maybe they want to buy a lake house. Maybe they want to enjoy it a couple weeks out of the year, but then they want it to make income for them. Then that's what we're here for. We're here to help them along the way from point A all the way through to getting a paycheck at the first month. Talk to me about the corporate side. How often are you seeing like corporate rentals and things like that from- Yeah, from it's growing. It's growing. And I think some of that stemmed from COVID uh, mm -hmm. probably, you know, and uh, and so, I mean, just, just last week, we had a, a massive church send some of their pastors over and stay for a weekend. Um, I think they're out of Tennessee or something like that. Lots of corporations from uh, Charlotte area who can just do a quick drive up. Um, some of them will stay at the property. Some of them will just have it for like a two day, um, just- leadership retreat or something like that. And once again, we, we try to set them up for success. We try to either, uh, when it's warmer, get them a boat or set them up with a, a captain's boat, like Carolina Cruising Charters mm -hmm. or Ride LKN or Carolina Tiki, something like that, so they can enjoy the lake. Um, but then, you know, connect them with a private chef so that they can have lunch. They don't have to worry about cooking. And uh, we even have a chef that can help teach cooking classes if you want to do the team bonding. So really, um, whatever you want your leadership escape to be, that's what it can be. And it gets them out of the office. I mean, come on. When you sit in a boardroom mm -hmm. that's right down the hall from your office every day, what are you thinking about? You're thinking about your office. You're thinking about all the emails that are coming in. You got to get away from it. You got to see the lake. You got to see the beauty of the water um, and just enjoy it. The lustsome 
vibe of the lake there in the winter. Go. Is that it? Yeah, you did it. Lissom. Lissom. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> there you go. Bring in the word of the day. God. You did get something from the prize box for that one. I forgot about that word. I didn't even see it. You wrote it down. I had to look at it to remember what the word. Hey, Just to be clear, I mispronounced it, all right? But I was, I was just... telling you, one ear and out the Sharp other. This I did. You did fantastic. You've never been hotter, man. This is great. That's amazing. Talk to me about the boat rentals, too. I imagine a lot of what you guys do is partnership with other, you know, businesses in the community, mm -hmm. other entrepreneurs in the community that want to continue to make Lake Norman great. Mm -hmm. Talk to us about that. Yeah. So, uh, so of course, the genius again of my business partner when he started the lake, uh, the lake house and, and trying to curate that after about a second one, he was like, you know, I'm getting a lot of questions about boat rentals. And so he had the idea to, to create a boat rental company as well. Now, the difference between our boat rental company and a lot of other boat rental companies on the lake is that we only rent to our guests. Um, and it, it just helps us educate. It helps us, you know, make sure that they're following the rules. They're doing what they're supposed to Oh, captain, to. my captain. Yes, right. <laughs> Those so, knuckleheads out in the main channel. Oh, man. And, and there are probably some of ours, too. <laughs> we can't stop it. Uh, but just trying to make sure that, you know, we can have a better track of it. Um, so, yeah. So we, we do boat rentals for all of our guests. They have to be staying in our house. They have to teach us the or tell us about the experience. They have to watch about a 30-minute safety video that we've created for them to watch. Um, and then, you know, we work with the Lake Norman Marine Commission. They just put out some new regulations on rental boats. So working with them to make sure that our fleet is is well suited for exactly what they need to keep the lake safe. But when it comes to other businesses on the lake, absolutely. Like I said, we don't offer captains. So we've got some great options for if they don't know how to drive a boat, they don't have the experience. We'll work with them if they want to do wake surfing. You know, we'll we'll introduce them to ride LKN. Mm -hmm. um, but as many businesses that I can give to the guest to let them choose where to support locally, we do it all the time. And and once again, that's just letting them experience Lake Norman. Instead of going to Applebee's down the street, like I want them to go to Blue Star Grill right. or Fresh Chef type thing. Right, but I mean good in I mean, the neighborhood. No, no I mean, knocking on Applebee's right now. <laughs> Half price apps. Like, yeah, hang on it. It's Friday. You know? yeah. Oh wait, it's only Tuesday. Gosh. <laughs> so someone like Mamie who doesn't leave even exit twenty eight. <laughs> hey, it, we got about a minute before the break. Are, are a lot of people that are local also utilizing the properties? And 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 what would be a reason why someone locally would be interested in renting? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I have uh, an eighteen year old. I've got a four year old and a puppy. So any excuse I can get out of my house. Yeah. To see something new, I'm taking. So there's one reason. Just a staycation away from the monotony of what my house is and the dirtiness. Maybe I'll have someone come clean it while I'm gone too, so I don't have to do it. Um, so, you know, just getting away from the normal. And then, uh, you know, if you got family coming in and you don't want them to stay at your house, whew. Put the in-laws in a nice vacation rental yeah. on the lake. And Put let yourself them. in the nice vacation oh, rental. That, Leave them at your that. house. There you go. Yeah. There's Either options. Way. Maybe yes. they'll clean. Yes. <laughs> We're talking with Caleb of Stay Lake Norman, your concierge for... Staying in Lake Norman. Yeah. StayLakeNorman.com, the website. Coming back, we're going to find out favorite features in waterfront properties. You should really stick around to hear what the crazy gang of three have to say next. Good morning, LKN on WSIC. That morning pep talk for Lake Norman Statesville with Justin, Bill, and Mamie now on 105.9, 100.7 WSIC. Good morning, LKN. 7.48 on this Tuesday. 
Get in line. That's what this this kind of drum music yeah. is. Get in line. Is it listen? This this song? Is it listen? I already forgot what <laughs> that word meant again. No, we're, we're during the break. I gone, forgot. It's gone off the rails. Thankfully, Caleb's here to keep us in line. Stay Lake Norman. StayLakeNorman.com. Luxury vacation homes on the lake. Concierge level service. Whether you need a private chef, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe you need a boat rental as part of it. Yeah. Maybe you need just a nice place to stay because some people want to stay at a nice place when they're thinking about a short-term rental, particularly weddings, corporate right. events, mm-hmm. the you whole gamut. It. Staycations, just... But let's yeah. find out about the inventory at Stay Lake okay. Norman. I wrote down... You're uh, testing my knowledge here, right? We've got 45 properties. And <laughs> <I> gotta, <laughs> all right, I wrote go. down a list of features. Do you have a property that has this feature? That's that's okay. the name all of right. this. I like it. Of the name of the game. Random segment. I like it. I'll do this. Ooh, I'm back in time. Here we yeah, go. Back in time to a sweet time. Uh, a pool. Yes. Easy. Got, that was easy. Time. That wasn't even no, hesitation. I'll, I'll even go one further. 21 Ooh, properties for the pool right now. Wow. In, our, in our inventory. All right. What about water slide, though? Water slide. Um, there's been talks. <laughs> okay. Discussions have been had. Uh, safety is a concern, but... I'll, um, I'll put not, 2025. Is that okay yeah, to put on the list? Is that... <laughs> if, uh, I'll send this over to my business partner yeah. and tell him. He's the one talking about it. 2025. All right. Uh, dock. Dock. All of them. Every single one of them. Private dock for you to use. Wow. Times all. Okay. Yes. That's easy. Uh, open concept kitchen. Because, um, you know, in entertainment, uh, yes. you got yes. uh, to entertain. Tons of them. And I, I give bad props to our, uh, to our interior designers. Now, they don't work directly for us, but we work with them. They are able to take these places from places that you'd probably be scared to walk into to designing the whole layout to make sure that 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 connection piece is there that that open concept so that people can come together and enjoy whoever's with them at the house if you were staying like norman would you cook oh no private <laughs> chef all the That's way right. private, private, chef. private chef meal delivery yeah. they'll even drop off your beer and wine if you want it so Ooh. okay so open concept kitchen times private chef so that's pretty good <laughs> uh Open channel water views. Oh, oh, absolutely. One of the best Lake Norman play away. Oh, it's right there on the main channel. It's it's incredible. It sounds fun. Putting green. But yes, absolutely. Chase Stone Peninsula, Ambassador Ridge. I think we've got uh, Shoreline on Stone Marker. Those three have putting greens for them. What about a movie theater? Yes, the Chase Stone. The, the Chase Stone, let me, shameless plug here. Sure. Top 10 in America last year by the NBC, NBC Today Show. Nice. So they came out and uh, they filmed at the show. That might have been when we I think that's when we connected. first met. Yeah, 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 that one, the uh, NBC Today Show came out. Probably yeah. wanted to watch a musical this one. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I was just so excited for Lake Norman to get, get national attention. It makes that's me it. really happy. Absolutely. She gets very giddy about Lake Norman. Well, I mean, yeah. You've noticed that too, right? Like oh, yeah. That's not just me. Like She's probably Lake Norman's biggest fan. She she Maybe. might be. You, I think probably. Yeah. Miss Lake Norman. Oh, is that, yes. Can I get Can crowned? we make that a yes, thing? Let's okay. Do it. I like it. Uh, last one. This one seems kind of important. Bathrooms. You guys got bathrooms at your houses too? A couple. Okay. Just a few. <laughs> Times one. I'll there is one. Lake Norman there. So, like, okay. if, oh, you can't make it to Nature's the bathroom. Toilet. You know, that is true. Uh, <laughs> let me, and this might get weird. You know, because California is trying things. I apologize if I offend in advance of this question, by the way. Uh, have you guys had a sewage leak into the lake? Are you one no, of those no, that have had no. that? Because that's part of the drama it's, with short-term rentals, right? Yeah. Yes. People no, dumping no, their no, poo no, water. No. Uh, thank, thankfully, you know, we have, ne- we have not had any septic faults okay. <laughs> at any of our properties that we've had to deal with. It's so. an honest conversation. I go it back is. to the short-term. I know I make fun of it, but yeah. the short-term rental and the concern. You mentioned the Marine Commission, right? Mm-hmm. They're very actively involved in making sure the water quality mm-hmm. and all that kind Absolutely. of stuff is good. 
So it's nice to hear that you guys as an organization aren't just throwing a bunch of party homes up here. Are there rules for people that stay at the house? Oh, absolutely. I'm a, I'm a rule person. All right. So I, I'm a rule follower. It's, it's I'll apologize I, yeah. in advance. That's all right. <laughs> You're the one that broke the Airbnb rules earlier. Remember we talked about that. So, um, but yeah, I mean, we, we speak to every single guest on the phone before they stay. If they refuse to answer the phone or call us back, guess what? Canceled. Like. We're not mm. dealing with it. Yeah. Mm. So they've got to agree to the terms and conditions. They've got to sign their contract that has a special place for house rules. And then we go over those house rules on the phone with them. And they have to agree to it verbally on the house, on, on the phone. Um, and that's a recorded line. So if any time they say they didn't say anything, we Heck just yeah. Yeah, throw it back recorded. to it. So, yeah. Recorded. Recorded. <laughs> just like this. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, house rules, tons of them. You can probably find them on our website. Like you said, staylakenorman.com. And uh, and. We, we take that very seriously, again, because we're just, our ideal customer is mom and dad, parents live in, in Connecticut, right? One kid lives in Florida, one kid lives in, in Tennessee, one Uncle Joe who hasn't seen the family in 20 years lives in California, and they all come together and they want to have a time just to enjoy each other and enjoy some space, enjoy the lake. That's that's our ideal customer, along with, along with you know, corporate retreats, mm -hmm. mom and dad that just got to get out of the, the house and try something new. All of those types of people are, we, no parties, no parties, no events, <laughs> no weddings. <laughs> we don't even, even if they say, hey, there's just going to be 15 of us for a wedding. Absolutely not. Just not even having it. Not even a wedding. Oh, I know what weddings <laughs> turn into. All right. Yeah, I had a wedding. I've been to All right. <laughs> <laughs> I know what they turn into. So not even having it. What about for the people that own these nice, beautiful properties on Lake Norman and they are considering, okay, you know, maybe we're going to move and become Florida birds. Mm -hmm. What do you call when you move Snowbirds. to Florida? Snowbirds. Mm -hmm. Is that snowbirds? Snowbirds. Or Texanites or... Is that the thing? They're just all nice. snowbirds. Anybody who leaves the cold for the warmth, they're all snowbirds. Okay, so snowbirds. Right. Uh, so we're they, just lumping them all together. Yeah, yeah, we're, right. yeah, yeah. they're just all together. I made it official. <laughs> TM. <laughs> That's trademarked, by the way. Uh, if, if somebody wanted to consider letting you guys become their property manager for short-term rentals, what's that process like? Yeah, uh, it varies. It varies. Uh, so, you know, there are a lot of different ways that you could go about creating your property into a short-term rental. It could be as simple as you just going on to airbnb.com and following their list of five things. And, and now you've got a short-term rental. That's the scary part, right? Is anybody can just take their, you can take one room in your house. You don't like your kid, move them to another room. There's your room, rent it out. All right. So that's, that, that would be an interesting experience in my house. That's anyway. the scary part, right? Here's the loft. You can stay in the loft. Kids, close the bedroom doors. Johnny's in the loft tonight. That's how that would go. He's just coming through town, needed a place to stay. We helped him out. So that's the scary part of, of our industry, right? Yeah. Um, someone wants, they've got a great house. You know, the first thing is just getting in contact with us and making sure it's a good fit. Make sure they understand our personality. We understand their personality. They've got financial goals most of the time. We want to be able to meet those financial goals. If we can't meet them, then, hey, here's some recommendations wish you the best of luck in the future. If those change, maybe we can work together. And then if everything aligns from there, then it's just looking at the property, trying to figure out, is it ready? Does it need extra work? Do we need an interior designer? Does it need construction? And then we take it from there. Um, hands off, go enjoy your retirement, your vacation, whatever you want to do. Let us do what we do best. Uh, our saying is, uh, if you get a dog at your house, you don't bark for it. Well, if you get us, we don't need you to do the work. Mm. You're paying us to do the work. 
let us let us do it for you. I like it. Communication is a big part, right? Mm-hmm. In the rental space and real estate in general, right? In life, I guess mm-hmm. is it communication is kind of important. <laughs> I'm working on it. Um, I mean, it well, is your job. <laughs> most days. Uh, drinking coffee seems to be my primary, but that's, that's actually speaking of, sorry. <laughs> What's the communication side like for you guys when you're putting together all these plans, working with all these vendors? I mean, that's got to be a big part of the operation, I would imagine. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll, I'll shoot back to Bill over there. A <laughs> hundred computer screens, like I said, that's my office right there. Is because, you know, we've got email, WhatsApp, we've got a texting messages with our guests, with our owners. We've got a dashboard that we use, that our owners use, that the guests use. It's every, every line of communication um, ends up filtering through someone in our office and uh, and ultimately usually comes back to a funnel for me. And so being able to navigate that and, and <laughs> communicate with everyone effectively. Um, I'm sorry for the delay. That's a that's a common one. I'm sorry for the delay. Mm. <laughs> but here's my answer. I say that all the time. That's weird. I thought it was just me. Sorry. So the real reason I brought you in, because I would need all the all the news about uh, when Jersey Shore stayed at the house. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> um, that was how an, was that? That was an interesting feat. Um, <laughs> now, to be fair, uh, the the people at MTV that produced it, amazing people. Yeah. Literally, when they came in, I was very nervous because they were putting things up, they were putting screens up, they were doing all this work. Oh gosh! And uh, and when I went back into the house, it was like no one touched it. Wow! Um, and uh, I will say their teaser reel did spark some fear. I don't know if anybody watched the teaser reel or remembers it, but they shoot from one shot in our house to a big old bug. <laughs> And my my business partner, Laurie, he sent that over to me immediately and said, wow, look what they did to us. (laughs) (laughs) Never again, MTV. (laughs) It's part of the culture, you know, those water bugs. It's part of the culture of Lake Norman. Yeah, trying to teach people who visit here that. Yeah. uh, The deer. (laughs) You sure the people from Jersey didn't bring that in there? Yeah, they could have brought it, too. Well, well, if you go back and watch the episode, it wasn't our house. Luckily, they just spliced a bunch of different stuff together. But my favorite scene is when uh, Mike... The situation goes out on the back porch. That property was Sterling on Straw Pocket. So if you're looking it up, goes out on the back porch, puts his hands up, the view of the vast Lake Norman right there, and just like, we made it. And that's what we want people to feel like when they walk into our house is like, I made it. Absolutely. (laughs) Do you guys have properties in every, you know, city around Lake Norman, every municipality, Denver, Cheryl's Ford, you guys got them all? Absolutely. So we've got Mooresville, Denver, and Cheryl's Ford. Um, The lovely people of... You call Corntown, yeah, <laughs> Cornelius. Um, they have some regulations in, in place that you know restrict that and have to be longer term, and that's just not what we do. Um, so yeah, Mooresville, Denver, Cheryl's Ford. Enjoy every every side of the lake you can. Well, I appreciate you being willing to you know respect the the municipalities too, because that's part of it, right? I imagine yeah. that's a big battle. When like someone probably hears Stay Lake Norman, like, oh, those guys are just putting up properties. Right? I can imagine how that conversation goes. You probably spend a lot of time educating locals on it. So we appreciate you coming in, Caleb, and, yeah. and sharing and great stuff. I mean, concierge level service on the oh, lake. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty wild, man. It's it's weird to I don't want to say weird anymore. It's cool to see Lake Norman be mm-hmm. this thing now. Yeah, it's hard. And I've heard people say Lake Norman isn't the beach. Well, it's becoming the beach. If you drive down 150, you got golf cart manufacturers yeah. out selling. So it is becoming the beach. And and our role is just to to welcome people here and 
try to have them respect Lake Norman just like everybody that lives here does. Hey, no salt water and fresh no clay sharks. on my no feet shark. when I get oh, in and oh, touch yeah. the bottom of the lake. I absolutely oh, love it. It's like a spa treatment. <laughs> Thanks, Caleb, again. <laughs> StayLakeNorman.com. StayLakeNorman.com. Luxury vacation homes. If you have a property, maybe you want to inquire about renting it out. You can do that. And I'm getting cut off by the hard break right there. That's the 50, not the top of the hour. Thanks, Digital Fam. We'll see you soon. North Charlotte. Now, back to more of Good Morning LKN with Justin, Bill, and Mamie on 105.9, 100.7 WSIC. Good morning, okay, Ed. 8.06 on this Tuesday. Hope you're having a good one this morning. We're going to get a look at traffic at 8.15. Jim from iCats is going to call in, rideicats.com. Thank you again to Caleb for calling in, or coming, coming in. in. He didn't call in, he no. came in. From Stay Lake Norman, staylakenorman.com, luxury vacation rentals around the lake uh, that are compliant. They are compliant. Yes, they follow all the rules. They do, and you've got to follow the rules if you stay. Yes. So I probably wouldn't be a good candidate. So I've stayed in one of their properties. You did? Yes, because, you know, I, I just vacation here. Did you? Did you? <laughs> but it, you actually left exit 28. Oh, I had to go out to 31. Oh. But it was okay. Oh, my gosh. It was worth it a for whole the view. two exits. The view was amazing. And they, the dock they had was like a two-tier dock, like nice. two-level dock. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was awesome. But it was a good time. Yeah, it was cold, though. They seem sharp. They seem like they're running a good outfit over there. So yeah. it, it was great to yeah. talk to Caleb. We went in the winter, so it was beautiful views, but I wasn't about to jump in the water. So. You didn't want to just go for it? mm What about the polar plunge, then? Is that an option for you? No, we've you... talked about this before. <laughs> you go first. <sighs> and you let me know how it is. I'll do it with you same time. No, you go first. <laughs> but, but, like first, like you'll be standing on the dock. I'll I decide. jump in and you jump. I'll think about it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know how that goes. I jump in and then I'm the only one in at that point. Well, that's the risk you got to take. And then there's pneumonia for Justin. Yeah, well. Would you drive me at least to the hospital? Yes. Okay. I would do that. But the polar plunge that happens on Lake Norman each year, the YMCA, Lake Norman YMCA, um, they dressed in... Ran into the lake dressed in customers to earn. I'm not even sure what that line means. Uh, but but they but Lake Norman YMCA they hosted a polar plunge for Lake Norman. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming everybody ended up okay because this isn't also the first time they've done it. This is this is not the first time that that situation or and I say situation because it does seem like a situation. I'm not referring to the situation of Jersey Shore. Right. I mean like jumping into freezing cold water. Yeah, I think that word should have been costumes, not customers. <laughs> Yeah, that would make more sense. Call, yeah, I need to call my friends over there and tell them to do an edit real quick. But yeah, um, yeah they were in costumes. So there was somebody in like a big shark costume, and you no, know, they dressed up, did it real. real he nice. was a chili cook-off as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Would you do it in a costume? Would you jump in in a costume and said that? No, I that's love, like a layer. And I love swimming in the lake. Like I prefer swimming in the I lake. I question that now. Well, I do, just not when it's going to be fifty degrees. I think that's what they said in this article that it was fifty degrees. Oh, so it's not even freezing. Yeah, but it's cold. That's cold. Fifty's cold. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to test. Have that. you ever done it? Have you ever water. like in college or something jumped into duck pond? Yeah, polar plunge. Yeah. Oh, so you've done the polar plunge in Boone? How was it? Terrible. Yeah. So why are you trying to make me do it? It's for the. It's for the. It's for the bit. It's the experience. <laughs> it's like you gotta do it. That's just what you do. It's what you signed up for, man. Oh, polar it's in the plunge. contract. It's, it's constant. <laughs> Here, here's here's what I know though. Regardless of whether or not the cold, the polar plunge is cold, at least the Lake Norman oysters aren't contaminated. Well, that's, that's the advantage. Yeah, I didn't even know there were oysters in Lake Norman. Have you ever had Lake Norman oysters? No, I 
No, where are the oysters? I think all all of the restaurants here source them locally <laughs> from Lake Norman. I'm pretty sure they all do. How big are they? I mean, regular size oysters. They are as big as regular size oysters. Yeah. You know, like the Yacht Club um, it, down Jeton mm-hmm. uh, does like an oyster mm-hmm. thing every year. I'm pretty sure, you know, just Lake Norman found. They just go to the dock. They go down. Dig them out. They have a scuba diver. Like, they're super fresh. Like, you get yeah, in line and they hit Yeah, they put a hot sauce you. on it and you're yeah. good to go. I think it's Basco, right? Tabasco? Sauce. Yeah. Is that a form of, is that a form of hot sauce? Tabasco? Yes. Yeah. Or is that its own category? It's its own category, but yeah, it's a form what of hot sauce. What about Sri Racha? <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? Sri Racha. Do you know Sri Racha? Sri Racha. No, I've never met her. You're not from- <laughs> You've never, you're not familiar with Sri Racha? No, sorry. <laughs> it's a, wait a second. First off, it's a real thing. I just want that known. Bill, back me up. Sri <laughs> Racha is real. I just don't know if you're saying it correctly. Yeah, Sriracha? Sriracha. Is what you're trying to say. No, it's Sri Racha. <laughs> okay. It's S-R-I, isn't this it? This is what you do to try to make me more confused than I already am. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. No, I, this is what it has been my whole life. Sri Racha, S-R-I. But it's pronounced Sriracha. Says who? Says everybody, but you. Call the people in Chile and ask them okay. how it's pronounced. Somebody call in and tell us how it's supposed to be pronounced, <laughs> please. But the point is, is would you would you put sriracha on your? I don't eat raw oysters, oysters either, either. You don't eat oysters? No, I do. I like cooked oysters, like grilled or Rockefeller or something like that, but not the raw ones. Rob loves them. I don't know if I've ever had grilled oysters. Like, do you put like in the shell? Yeah, like, on you just the grill? grill it. So it's just cooked in the shell. So it's still got that salty flavor to it that people like with the raw oysters. But yeah, I, I prefer that. Doesn't a little that... garlic, little little butter on it. Here we I'll are. Definitely, back. I could put that on there no matter what. Yeah, but, but no. Doesn't that eliminate kind of like, I don't know the best way to say this. The sliminess. No, the the thrill of. Uh, possibly dying mm. from eating a bad oyster. Like, so I don't, eliminate I don't that live that close to it? the edge. Because oh. <laughs> I thought that was the whole thing with oysters, like one out of a thousand, mm. like like LSD is like bad for you or something like that. Maybe. I don't know. I don't take that risk. Rob loves them. And actually, when we went on our honeymoon to uh, the Keys, the Florida Keys, um, he ordered a dozen every restaurant we went to. Like, Dang. Just, yeah. Just put them down. Yeah. Oh, he's all that is, man. You know ooh. that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you met him. <laughs> I got a little nervous. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, a dozen raw oysters everywhere we went. I don't like them. So he would just, you know, enjoy them himself. And he found a pearl in one of them. Have you ever seen Liver King? No. You've never seen the Liver King? No. Reminds me of Rob. Like, so when I met Rob, I was like, dang, he looks like the Liver King. Mm -mm, I've never. You ever seen the Liver King? This guy eats oh, like bone yes, 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 yes. Yeah, that's Rob right there. That's it. Everybody Google it. <laughs> that's who I'm married to. <laughs> not while you're driving, though. Don't do it while no, you're No, not driving. while you're driving. When you get to a safe location, <laughs> When you pull catch over, a minute. Look, look at it the up. Liver King. This is Rob. This is Rob. day job right 100% here. 100% <laughs> every day. <laughs> modern <laughs> Nissan. Just like that. The, the, the Liver King. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, he found a pearl. <laughs> he found a pearl in one of the oysters that you were, he were really? he ordered. Yes. They didn't take it out beforehand? No. It's a little black, a little so black. So he pearl. shucked it himself. Yeah. He had to like open them. Yeah. Because it's like himself. a special shucking knife mm-hmm. that you have. Yep. And he found a pearl. And he found a pearl. Did he give it to you? Of course he did. Well, I didn't know if he kept it or not. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, we he's kept allowed it. To. Yeah. We it's kind of his it. more than yours, right? Like in that well, moment? Well, I was there too. Okay. What's he going to do yeah. with it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What Did it look like a regular pearl? Does it come out like white, like a pearl? No, no, no. It's black. Oh. Um, And it's not completely round either. It had like some rough edges to it. So. Uh, but yeah, it was a, a straight up pearl. So did it be, turn white after a while? Like, or how does that? I don't know. I how think that works. you could take it and have it whatever they polished. Do. 
processed, I don't know what processed, they do to pearls. Processed pearls? Yeah. Mm. Do something with it. I don't know. How do you round a pearl? I don't know. <laughs> I don't do that for my job. <laughs> you don't want to get into that get, that, that business I now? Need, I need one more thing to do. Let me figure out how to make pearls round. I think we figured out potentially what your next bit is going to be, like in general in life. You could you could definitely be part of Stay Lake Norman. I don't think that that's a... a nobody could object to that. Right. But you could be the official Lake Norman oyster handler and like where you take people on tours. Yes. And their goal is to find like pearls. Dolphin tours, but oyster tours. <laughs> but everybody wins because you can eat the oysters after. There you go. And nobody will die. Nobody. Because they're safe to eat. I'm kind of coming back to yeah. the whole one out of a million thing, right? Like, is that, I feel like I need to look that up now. Okay. I don't think we would lie on the radio, though. We only tell the truth on here. That's most days. <laughs> but there there are some contaminated raw oysters from Mexico. So this is a true news situation. This is the actual news story that we're this trying to tell. This is a real news story. Raw oysters from certain parts of Mexico could be a source of norovirus, the mm. U.S. Food and Drug Administration. That's the FDA, by the way. Mm -hmm. They're warning that. So be cautious. Be vigilant, you oyster eaters out there. I'll eat an oyster, too. I do like oysters. I the don't raw like, ones, though? Yeah. Yeah. I just eat them raw. Uh, I don't like... It's not necessarily like to fill me up like food-wise. I guess maybe it's more for the experience. The, the taste, the texture. Just scoop it. Mm-hmm. Give me that booger. And just like <laughs> eat it. More Good Morning LKN with Justin, Bill, and Mamie is on the way from 105.9 100.7 WSIC. Give us a call now at 844-STUDIO-4. It's Good Morning LKN on 105.9, 100.7 WSIC. Good Morning LKN, 818 on this Tuesday and a good one to you. Let's get a look at the streets real quick. We've got Jim from iPads. RideICats.com, alternative transportation. $3 each day, each way to commute to the city of Charlotte. You can cruise in the HOV lane all the way down. Jim, how are the streets looking? Looking uh, northbound. We're just coming out of Charlotte around back to 18 on the express lane. And very light traffic coming out of Charlotte. But I'll tell you what, coming into Charlotte, it is bears. It's unbelievable. When you get down around the South Street, it comes to a dead stop and just a walking speed for a little bit. But I was uh, listening to the traffic at the bus, other buses, and they said that uh, it's at a standstill southbound. They're around exit 42, Troutman. So I guess if you could uh, try to avoid that somehow. Why do you think it is? It's, is jammed up. It seems like Troutman commonly has the issues of people uh, of of where things happen, particularly that kind of exit forty two to forty five range. What do you what what's going on in Troutman that we need to know about, Jim? I don't know. It's, uh, it could be the road. The road is very bumpy, and uh, especially. Especially right there at Troutman, a lot of people try to avoid the potholes, of which there are many. It's a very rough road though. Uh, other than that, they're just trying to make it to Charlotte. They're probably running late. Don't uh, pay attention. All right.
win. You can make it to Charlotte with Jim and iCats every day. $3 each day, each way to commute to the city of Charlotte from Iredell County. Today being Tuesday, they're heading to Salisbury to the VA. So if you have appointments at the VA, you may want to switch them to Tuesday because it's only a dollar each way to ride with iCats out there if you need alternative transportation. Jim, we appreciate you, sir. Uh, we may or may not talk to you tomorrow, I guess, right? Like, are is that are we solidified on that? Or, or maybe, maybe it's Jeff, maybe it's you, a little bit of both? Yeah. Well, I'll probably be here for Wednesday and Thursday. Friday's a little bit iffy, but uh, I hope Jeff gets better. Absolutely. Thank you, Jim. We appreciate you. RideICats.com, alternative transportation. Three bucks each way, each day to commute from Iredell County to the city of Charlotte. And we certainly do appreciate him. All right. Did you know? Let me ask you a question. Did okay. you know? I'm not feeling so smart today. Probably. probably. Why? You're super smart. I know. I'm just. Brain. You're actually the standard. I try to, I try to keep up with mm. you each day. That's what okay. I'm really trying to do. An artist named Mary Paulson says God spoke to her twice. First to build a small town for her collection of 6,000 dolls. Next, he told her to paint using windows as her canvas. Next time you're in Holden Beach, check out Mary's Gone Wild Folk Art and Baby Doll Baby Museum. So she built a whole place for a doll baby museum. $6,000. $6,000. At Holden Beach, North Carolina. I've been there. I've never seen the doll museum. I've been to Holden quite a few times. I owned property at Holden at one point. Um, it's super non-commercial. Yeah, very non-commercial. I'm trying to think back if I saw the billboard for the baby doll museum. I don't remember that one. Yeah. Mm. But the village consists of playhouses filled with Mary's doll collections, some representing a location like schools or church. So there's a lot of uh, scenes, kind of like a train, you know, like people play with trains. Mm -hmm. I've always wanted to get into trains. Yeah. I don't know why. Like, it just seems cool to, like, build a village, you know, have the little choo-choo. Yeah, my grandpa was very much into trains. Really? Yes, he had the whole Christmas village. Oh. Um, so he built. And I wonder if he liked it or my grandmother made him. I'm not quite sure. But one or the other. I think he enjoyed it, though. He was a builder. He, we worked in construction. So yeah. he liked making, like, little models and little things like that. So, yeah, at Christmas, he had this whole scene that would cover the table. Like the dining table. Like you'd have to come set it up. For yeah, Chris. yeah. Okay, yeah. Wow. He would set wow. it up and it had a backdrop with like little twinkle lights for stars and then the train goes around. Um, anyway, after he passed away, my sister, um, Anna, inherited it. So now it's at her house. So Does she have it set up? They set it out every Christmas, yeah. Oh, just on Christmas? Yeah, yeah. It's just a Christmas thing. See, for me, I take it too far. If I get into this hobby, all of a sudden the whole garage, right, is getting taken right. over. Right. You just go all in. The whole, like, no, you don't need to park your car in the garage. Yeah. <laughs> Who does that anymore? No, nobody. Nobody does that anymore. <laughs> this is where the train sets go. Yeah. This is for, move the workout bench out. It's train set time. I this mean, my it. Christmas tree's still up, so I can't say anything. <laughs> it's true. It's okay though to have the Christmas tree up year round. I'm an okay. I'm okay. With I think. That. I think I'm just gonna leave it because um, I like it. It's nice little lighting. Like gives a nice. Do you atmosphere. use it as the light? Like as like the light. It in has the room? not turned off since I plugged it in on November first. How's that power bill? <laughs> uh, it's fine. They're LED lights. It's not using much. Is that how that works? Yeah. They're not incandescent bulbs, are they? No, you can't do that's that. That's illegal. It's illegal. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I but the trains. Yeah, my grandfather he loved trains. And then in their in their like sunroom, they had a track that went across the whole ceiling. Um, wow. And he would add like new cars onto it. He built like a covered bridge. It would go under. It was, it was a good time. See, Thanks. that takes time to build. That memory was back there. I didn't even know. Thanks for unlocking that one. I appreciate it. You should have pushed that button. <laughs> Which one you want? The back in time. This one right yeah, here? Yeah, it's like little eight-year-old Mamie sitting in her grandparents' house at Meemaw's house. <laughs> Meemaw. <laughs> yeah. Meemaw. Yeah. Wow. 
Yeah, that's what would happen. You'd start seeing trains over on the edges of the house, mm -hmm. around through the inside. Noah, don't touch that. That's daddy's train. <laughs> that's train. You can't that's, play with it. The conductor is, it said it's closed right now. Yeah. But I would start yelling at them. So it probably wouldn't be a good idea. This is actually a bad idea. We're okay. going to put this into the bad idea category for now. But, uh, but for, for, for Meemaw. Good and, memories from Meemaw. And, and Papa? Ah, uh, Bebop. Bebop. Bebop, which I never thought was strange until I told someone in the real world about it. <laughs> Who came up with Bebop? So my grandparents wanted to be, my maiden name is Neely, so that's their last name. They wanted to be Mama and Papa Neely. And the first grandson, for whatever reason, it came out Meemaw and Bebop. And they just stuck with it. They're like, no, nope, it's a kid. He's perfect. We're not going to correct him. This is just who we are now. And so then that tradition has also continued with my my parents and then the their, his brothers and sisters that the first grandkid gets to pick the name of a, of what the grandparent name is going to be. And so that's the name we landed on, Bebop. Bebop, yeah. And I, like I said, oh, yeah, I never thought it was an, a different name. It just made sense to me. He's my Bebop. <laughs> Was he, he playing like cool guy? Was he playing like Bop It while no. like coming up with Bebop? Like, is there? No. Some, it was just the first it thing just, that came to mind. Just how, however they pronounce. You know, your kids say words funny ways, and sure, you miss it once they stop saying it that way. Do you think kids are saying funny things in funny ways because like we need differences in the classroom with teachers or anything like that? Mm, perhaps. What about what about paying teachers less? Do you think that's no, a positive I think thing that's to do? A right negative now? thing to do. You don't think that you so you don't think teachers make too much money? No, I don't think any any teacher. All my sisters are teachers. My mom was a yeah. principal in education. No, none of them make too much. Your sisters money. are teachers. Mm -hmm. They're not for CMS, are they? No, none of them live here. Because you know, there's probably some pretty upset teachers at CMS right yeah, now. Yeah, I would guess so. so. CMS gives out hundred gives hundreds of teachers bonuses, but here's the thing: they weren't supposed to get bonuses, and now they got to pay them back. So the Charlotte Mecklenburg School District accidentally gave recruitment bonuses to 225 high school English teachers. The teachers got a $1,250 bonus on their paychecks dated January 12th. But those bonuses were supposed to go to new teachers. But I, I guess I, I don't understand why that happened, but now they've got to pay it back. Yeah, I'm mad about that one. It's like your pro it's their problem, right? It's not my problem. It's your problem. You made the mistake. Why should I have to pay you back for it? Ah, that's tough. I don't though. know. Like, what do you say? I, I mean, so, some somewhere along the line, there clearly was a miscommunication. Correct. And I don't know how that works, like from labor law perspective. Like once it hits your account, it's kind of like, can my you money. say like, can you yeah, take it can, back? Can you take it back? Like, I say no. I mean, you. I mean, unless you're the district and you need that, however much money, right, for something else. Man, they could just. I'm sure there's something they could pull money from to make up for that. All right, so let me ask you this: How it's, much the superintendent make? Can he pay that one? Back? Can she, Chris, Chris, Superintendent Hill? Um, I don't know how much she makes. That's public information. I'm sure. I just don't know the answer <laughs> off my. I probably get if I had to guess, two hundred thousand a year. If I had to guess, I don't know though. I, I'm making up numbers at this yeah. point. But let me ask you this though. Okay, so if it's if it's between. These teachers getting these bonuses, and let's say a group of children not getting free hot lunch. What you picking? Oh, that's a tough one. Yeah, the kids. Always the so kids. So it wasn't that tough. I know, but I feel bad. I feel really bad. For the kids or for the teachers? For the teachers. Mm. I feel bad for both of them. It's tough. It's tough being a teacher. I, I'm very pro-teacher. Yeah. Demi's a teacher. Mm -hmm. She's a kindergarten teacher. Um. 
my my one thing about teachers, this is my one thing. They have an incredible schedule. I'm not saying they don't go hard. They go 100%, you know, from August to June. Mm-hmm. They go 100%. But having 10 weeks off in the middle of the summer yeah, that ain't is nice. that bad. I will say that's the one issue I have with my sisters as teachers is that they think, sorry, Tara, Anna, Sarah, they think when they're off, I'm off. <laughs> and we already know I take no days off. And so I'm always working. Unless um, you're staying like Norman. Well, I'm still probably working <laughs> from there. <laughs> I can't get too far outside my bubble. Um, and that I don't get summer breaks and Christmas breaks and things like that. So That's my only thing is what's the value of the 10 weeks off at summertime? Because like, that's got to be like part of the package if you think of a teacher's salary. 10 weeks worth of PTO ain't too bad. Yeah. Ain't too that shabby. That would be nice. I'll take that. I'll pay $1,200 for 10 weeks off. The problem the first year Demi taught they when you first initially sign up for your paycheck, you choose, okay, do you want this pay over 10 months or mm-hmm. 12 months? And we did the 10 month the very first time, not thinking about it. We were very young and mm-hmm. dumb, I would say. She wasn't dumb. I was dumb. So we did the 10 month pay. And so that throws you off. Like that, you got to be disciplined yes, at that point for two tough. months out of the year. Particularly the month where it seems like everyone's spending buku bucks because they're traveling and doing everything. Mm-hmm. I guess what? Summertime and Christmas, everybody kind of just spends some money there too. Yeah. Yeah. Those are high spending months. But but the, and you know these teachers, some of them spent that money real quick on the bonuses. Oh, yes, yes. But I still think, I mean, I just don't think teachers get paid enough. So it is nice to get that summers off. And I would I would love to get summers off again. But um, I don't want to be a teacher bad enough for it, you know? I'm the one rogue that went different and decided not to be a teacher. If I was to teach, and, and I'm taught, and I actually have taught, um, Collegiate level and above is the only way like mm-hmm. I'm doing it because you don't want me up in a, a high school classroom <laughs> telling these youngins about the real world. You don't want me. Don't, I don't even want to say it right now. You don't get me started on Santa. You know what I mean? Like, don't even get me started. I don't want to. I don't want to go messing people up. We're in we're into January now, so I can say that. But yeah. I'm just. You we're still to. not going to talk about it. Oh no, Ben McKeithen, Greystone Lodge General Manager, took a video. We're going to check it out here coming up for the High Country Happening segment. Stick around. We're going to tell you about a giveaway. We'll have more Good Morning LKN coming up on 1059 100.7 WSIC. Gear. Want to talk with Justin, Bill, or Mamie? Give them a call now at 844-STUDIO-4. It's Good Morning LKN on WSIC. Good Morning LKN, 832 on this Tuesday. And a happy one to you. Ben McKeith, the general manager of Greystone Lodge. Normally, he would be joining us right now. Mm-hmm. He's on a vacay, but not without doing some work before leaving. He part, they, uh, I believe Greystone, uh, they have a bunch of local partnerships, mm-hmm. right? And so more like a concierge level service, similar to Stay Lake Norman. Right. Greystone Lodge, G-R-A-Y, greystonelodge.com. When you stay with them, Ben and the team, the whole team there at Greystone, they help you plan out your entire stay in the high country one of those places you can consider going if you're a pickleball lover. Have you played pickleball in the past 30 minutes since we talked about it? No, not since we talked uh, okay, about it last. Right. I haven't yet either. Uh, the Summit in Boone. Ben sat down with one of the founders um, and owners of The Summit, an indoor pickleball facility. You can drink brujas with your friends and hang out and have a good time. Let's check out this video that that Ben and the team at Greystone put together, uh, sitting down, checking out The Summit in Boone. Hey folks, this is Ben McKeithen, General Manager of the Greystone Lodge in Boone, North Carolina. Thanks for joining us for another High Country Happening. Today we bring you to an in-person view of the Summit, the High Country's new indoor pickleball facility. 
I want you to meet Crystal Smith and Grant Williams. They are the owners. Welcome. Do you want to give me a quick introduction to yourself? Uh, my name is Crystal Smith. I've been in Boone. I went to school up here. I've been here going on 25 years. Uh, had a bunch of random odd jobs before this and ever since I found pickleball, this is kind of where we're at. That sounds awesome. Tell me about Comer's Corner. Okay, so that's, if you've played pickleball at all in Boone, then you know Bruce Comer. He was kind of the staple for the rec center if you were ever over there and saw this grumpy looking old man that was kind of shuffling around, fixing the courts and keeping everybody straight, that was Bruce. And he basically tried to get me into the game two years, three years ago. Uh, tried to get me to come out and play and I always joked with him that it was just for old people and I finally got in there and then I was hooked and then he passed away it's been six months now so that's kind of like our just little dedication to him just simply because everyone if you've played pickleball and Boone knows Bruce. So what pushed you over the edge in starting this new business venture in the high country? Well I met Grant my business partner slash mixed doubles partner three years ago playing pickleball and him and I just hit it off we were coming back from a tournament last February and on our drive back, we realized there's really nowhere in Boone to play, like to be serious about drilling. There's only two outdoor courts. So on our drive back, I just said to him, I said, why don't we try to open something? Because if we don't, it's growing so much. I don't know how much you know about pickleball, but it's blowing up. And we knew if we didn't do it, someone from Charlotte that has a second home was just gonna come up here and throw up a facility. And we wanted it to feel like really like Blue Ridge Mountains and just like have a certain feel and culture. So him and I got back and literally the next day we were like grinding, like crunching numbers, looking for locations. And then that's kind of how we got the ball rolling. That is awesome. Tell me about what kind of options travelers to the area have for playing here. Yeah, so if they come up on the weekend, we've got memberships, everything from like platinum, that's somebody that's serious that comes every day. If you're an out of towner and you're just visiting for a day or a weekend, we've got a bronze individual or a bronze family, and that's basically like our day pass. So you can come to open play if you live close enough, like let's say Statesville or Wilkes or Hickory. We've got Tuesday and Thursday nights laterally. You don't have to have partners. You can just come at any time. You don't have to be here weekly. So we've got tons of options for people that want to come from outside. That is awesome. So how often are you going to be having tournaments? So we're trying to hold one, at least two a month. Uh, so far we've held, this is our third one. We held one in November that was, we had 164 participants come out. Our Moneyball tournament last month, I don't know, Eric Roddy, he was one of the pros that was at our grand opening. He came up and played in that and won, which was cool. I think we had maybe 111. And then this one, we had 172 people signed up for it. And so far we've only had six teams, even with the weather that has canceled out of that, which is crazy. Wow, that's uh, was really exciting. People to, love pickleball, man. Yeah, it's exciting we, to pull into the parking lot full of snow, but full yes. of cars. Well, and it's funny, so. we had actually a group uh, that rented a truck just to drive up today to play. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. So tell me if I come here, what can I expect for like, for food and beverage options? So we've got beer, wine, obviously on tap. We've got non-alcoholic beverages. As far as food, we're a little limited on that. We've got pizzas that you can put in a microwave. We've got like some snack items. We do have food trucks that come in usually for tournaments and outside of that other, you know, at other times. Today, obviously, with the weather, we, we didn't have that. But food trucks and then snacks. And That's then people great. can bring outside food options. That sounds great. I couldn't help to notice there's a huge 16,000 square foot space behind the building. Tell us what that's gonna be like. Oh, so we're excited about that. Um, we're hoping to do a bunch of pop-up events, uh, some like wine and beer tastings, hopefully. Some kids stuff in the summer, maybe like a like pop-up, uh, 
bouncy house type things, food truck rodeos. We're hoping we'll rent it out. People can do cornhole tournaments. Businesses can use it. It's really open to anyone. Birthday parties, like it's really, I mean, we got, that's kind of a hidden gem here in town for sure. Yeah. We got lucky with that's that. That's awesome. I can't wait to see it in the spring for sure. Yes. So what's the last thing you'd like to leave with our listeners today about the summit? Uh, well, if, first, if you've not been here, come check us out. Even if you don't know what pickleball is, just come check it out. If you want to learn, we can have a paddle in your hand in like 30 minutes, teach you the game, like just give you the basics. Uh, you don't have to be a member. You can come watch. It's free to the public. And just come check out the atmosphere. It's a, it's a cool vibe. It's super welcoming. People, people in pickleball are... I don't want to say over friendly, but even when you're playing a match, if you're getting crushed, people are still laughing and having a good time. So just come check it out. It's a whole different culture here, and we just would love for the public to come support. That is great. Again, folks, this has been McKeithen, the general manager of the Greystone Lodge in Boone, and thanks for joining us for another High Country Happening. Remember to follow us on Instagram for up-to-date information on upcoming events like here at the Summit. Check out our website, Greystone Lodge, G-R-A-Y, Greystone Lodge find out more about upcoming events. Uh, we look forward to seeing you on your next adventure to the high country. There it is. The That's summit. It. Pickleball. Uh, pickleball. I think I learned how to play just watching that video. I think I feel like my vibe, on I match the pickleball I, vibe. I'm feeling the same thing. I think we're going to have to go play because she said you can still laugh and have a good time. And that's what I'm about. I'm not super competitive when it comes to games like that. Are you Are you super? Um, I don't get competitive. Like, I don't feel the need to have to win. I'm the same. But in the moment, I'm leaving it all on the court. Yeah, if I win, I'm very excited. But it's more about the experience I'm for me. I'm throwing the flab around all throughout <laughs> the on both sides of the court. Absolutely. Yeah, mine's just about having a good time. Ben McKeithen, General Manager of Greystone Lodge, G-R-A-Y, greystonelodge.com, sitting down with The Summit. You can check them out. The Summit PB, that stands for pickleball, by mm -hmm. the way, thesummitpb.com, one of the many partners that Greystone Lodge has in the high country area. We always enjoy getting um, to to know what is happening up there because it's it's just a hop, skip, and a jump away. Right. Right. Like maybe you're just looking for a weekend adventure to go up there, and we're going to be giving away a two night stay to Greystone Lodge sometime this week. Wow. Sometime this week we're going to give away a two night stay week. to Greystone Lodge, and, and so you're going to need to listen to Good Morning LKN every day. Don't miss it. Maybe we'll do a little uh, social promotion before to be kind of give you a little cheat yeah. sheet to know when. Uh, this weekend, if you're heading to the high country, Winterfest is going on. And so this is a big winter's blue, winter blues festival in Blowing Rock, North Carolina, just down the street from Boone, uh, 25th through the 28th. So that starts Thursday and goes Sunday. So there I had to count go. that out in my head real the 28th, quick. 28th, that's Katie's birthday. Yeah, that's right. So uh, definitely going to want to take advantage of that. Check out the blog, graystonelodge.com, G-R-A-Y, graystonelodge.com. The blog there, again, more of like a concierge level service mm -hmm. when you stay with Greystone. And even if you don't win the free two-night stay that we're about to give away here this week, you can get 15% off because Greystone and WSIC are partnered together. You got to use a particular link, though, mm -hmm. to get that 15% off stay. Visit the, the WSIC News uh, Instagram page for that information. So, again, thanks to Ben McKeithen. We'll check in with Greystone again on Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Thursday. And sometime this week, maybe Thursday, we'll be giving away a two-night stay 
to Greystone Lodge. Who knows? Maybe but you have to listen every day because you never know when it's going to You happen. don't know. I can't guarantee it's going to be Thursday, but Thursday is the day that we're talking with Greystone Lodge again. So okay. I'm, just, I'm just saying that just out loud. Just throwing it out there. You never know. People uh, are paying attention sometimes. <laughs> I, <laughs> I get lost, but some other people are, are much better at, at, at sticking to it. Uh, I, I still have yet to get over some of the flight stuff I'm seeing. Mm. When's the last time you flew? It's been a while. I think uh, Boston might, or no, I went out to uh, Arizona. I'm not to Scottsdale or whatever that, Phoenix, one of those, one of those places in Arizona. Was that this, in 2023? No, it was in November. It was the last time I was on a plane. So this was fairly recent still. Yeah. I mean, this was just in the past couple months. Yeah. Did you feel uncomfortable at all flying or no? No, no issue whatsoever. I have no issue with flying. I just don't like that it just feels like you're at the bus station now. It doesn't feel fancy. Waiting for the flight? Any any part of, especially at the Charlotte Airport, any part of the... the like bus station? It feels like I'm just getting on a big bus. Bus in the sky. Don't they call it the Airbus? Isn't that yeah, like some I mean, type that's of the what plane? it is. <laughs> it's just the bus station now. The mm. the um. Have you ever been to Terminal E? At the Charlotte Airport, I can't. I'm, look, I'm not. It crushes super, all your dreams. <laughs> coming from the coming from the girl who tells me she doesn't leave exit 28 is now educating me on the terminals at Charlotte Douglas <laughs> so, International Airport. I have to travel a good bit for for my other job, where I go to um, conferences and speak to law firms and attorneys about all the great things I could help them with. Um, <laughs> so uh, that involves a lot of traveling across the country. So mm. I've I've been. Um, I've been on a lot of trips this past year. This year will not be as many. Not as um, many. No, no. Is be that because of your concern of flights or? No. <laughs> yes. It's my concerns of not leaving exit 28. <laughs> so a, a New York City bound Virgin Atlantic flight was canceled just before taking off because a passenger noticed that there were missing bolts in the wing. Oh, my goodness. And I'm all for like, look, there's a lot of moving parts at the airport. And then you got the airplanes and you got workers every which direction. Who, who's with the airport, who's with the airline, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. I, is it more just that it's being pushed into the news more and I'm making a mountain out of a molehill? Am I promulgating the narrative right now more than anything? No, I think, um, yeah, that's that's a bad thing. Door first, door falls off, and then now the bolts aren't. I mean, and statistically, right, flying is the safest way to travel, Correct. I think, statistically. Yeah, versus driving in a car, yeah, for sure. But, I mean... When you crash your car, there's a chance, there's, you know, higher chance you're going to survive. If you have airbags and seatbelts and all those things. Crashing a plane, that's that's a scary thing. So you're saying there's a chance. Yeah. Is that- <laughs> uh, anyway, I don't want to scare anybody from flying. Rob is the worst flyer ever. My mom refuses. She will not He fly. does not. He does not enjoy it. He does it because he likes me. That's about it. That's but a good if, reason to yeah, do it. Yeah, if he had a choice, he would not fly. All right, stick around for uh, the chance to win Greystone Lodge two-night stay. We're going to be giving away those tickets this, or tickets, that stay this week. You're going to have your chance. Two tickets to the Charlotte Home and Landscape Show, 844-STUDIO-4. Call, say good morning to Bill. You should really stick around to hear what the crazy gang of three have to say next. Good morning, LKN on WSIC. They're back. More of Justin, Bill, and Mamie now. It's Good Morning LKN from WSIC. Local starts here. Good Morning LKN, 848 on this Tuesday. Hope you're having a good one. Up next, Brian Summers, the home ad show. You got to buy something, sell something, trade something. You lost something, you found something, you got a birthday, you got an anniversary. Well, you call in to Brian's. 
show and you talk to him and he puts your name on a wheel if you got a birthday or anniversary, he spins that wheel, 10.45, and you can win prizes. A multi-generational show. Yeah. We talked about uh, the the pre-boomer generations, right. right? I think the one just before boomers was the lost generation. Yes. And just before that one was the greatest generation. Or the silent, the greatest generation, the silent generation. Silent or lost? Um, I'm lost. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> but back then in 1966, there was this video that was taken. These kids were asked, hey, what, what do you think the world is going to be like? in the year 2000. So this was in 1966, these were kids asked. Bill, go and roll the tape. People will be regarded more as statistics than as actual people. I don't think it's gonna be so nice. I think sort of all machines everywhere, everyone doing everything for you. I think it's gonna be very boring. And everything will be the same. I mean, people will be the same. Things will be the same. People can't live in, wouldn't be able to live in ordinary houses because that would take up too much room. It'd have to be in flats, piled on top of one another. Everything would be um, cramped up. I'm not looking forward to living in that year. The world seems to be in such a terrible state now, let alone 50 years' time. People will be regarded more as statistics. All right, there he goes on that loop. People. I don't think yeah. it's going to be so nice. Basically, the sentiment of children in 1966 was 2000 oh. was going to be a terrible year. What's wrong with that? <laughs> Well, th Their they mentioned parents how, never had happiness or something. Well, they mentioned, um, you know, how terrible the world was in nineteen in sixty six. Well, yeah. I, I don't mean that the world was terrible, but the little girl, right? She was yeah. saying like it's the state of affairs were not not good. There was a lot going on in the sixties too. It's a rough time for a lot of a lot of Americans back then. But um, this, my mom would have been these kids' age. Um, well, no, she would have been a little bit older. She would have been sixteen when this video was made. Um, she just was upset about no flying cars. That's, that's, that was her biggest. I mean, there were definitely things going on, but Frank Sinatra and The Sound of Music were big award winners at the 1966 Grammys. Could it have been that bad? Yeah, that, I love those Isn't The of Sound of movies. Music, isn't that like Oh, I a, love that movie. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. If I, I've seen it. I okay. just... It's a black and white film, right? No. No? It was <laughs> no. made in color? It's made in color. It's got Julie Andrews in it. That song, Doe a Deer, a Female Deer. You know that one? Or Doe these, a Deer, there you go. I knew a you were gonna Female sing it. Deer. <laughs> or These Are a Few of My Favorite Things. Both of those came from that. That Sing that be. one. No, not happening. <laughs> <laughs> I know parts of that one, I feel yeah. like. These are some of my favorite things. Is that right? Is that the right tempo? Is that... That's the Willy Wonka version. And bass? <laughs> Willy Wonka, I, 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 won't, I refuse to see the musical that's out right now. Absolutely. What was the refuse. other movie that you said was that was an award winner that year? No, Frank Sinatra. Oh, Frank Sinatra's... Yeah, not a movie. He's, just his album. I, I don't know if you've ever heard of him. I have heard of He's him. a musical artist. He was also in movies, though, too. Just He was. Let movies. you know, he was in Guys and Dolls. That's one of his best roles. I, I know, know you were. Yeah, you do know <laughs> musicals. I know. I know musicals. That's I can, really I can, what <laughs> I can educate you on some musical history. But um, yeah, these kids. Uh, I, I mean, do you think they were spot on? I was going to ask you that question. How do you think that they? I they don't think, were? I'm such an optimist. I can't help it. I I like I like my life. I like the world. It's not perfect. It's never going to be perfect, but. As long as, you know, I try to add, add a little happiness in every day, I do my part. There's kind of like two conundrums, right? I think for every generation, it's kind of like present how bad things are and unfathomable to think about the future. Yeah. And so this video that was made in 1966 even proves that same kind of sentiment of even back then, right? Like, oh, things have been coming. They're not looking good. I can't imagine what the future is going to hold. It sounds like a lot of the same conversation. Maybe it's just the same way that people feel today. Like, who knows what the world's going to be if this is how bad things are now. But 
when you look back at videos and things from the 60s, well, not this video, but other videos from the 60s, it's so nostalgic looking, feeling um, like that. Like product placement? Wasn't product placement like a big thing? Like, still is. Here's it's milk, still, still right? Is. Like, yeah, cheer wine. <laughs> Drink cheer wine. It still is. Product placement still a big thing. Um, but like Back to the Future, I love that movie. It's one of my movie. dad and, and I's yeah. like favorite movie. Back Shout to the Michael Future. Michael J. Fox. When you look at that and look at you know what the the feeling and the vibe that they had back then, it just feels so nostalgic. Like everything was better, but according to these kids, everything wasn't better. So I guess they were having a rough day. Do you think that was like the facade of marketing back then? Like, yeah, probably. I mean, they didn't even have social media then to make you feel. Bad about yourself every day. It was day. like magazines, yeah. right? Like in like yeah. catalog orders. I would actually door-to-door salesman. I think I could sell some vacuums. Mm, that probably so. would have been me. Or like a pots and pans set guy. That would have been me. Because then I could come in, I could showcase. You know, you ever been to a rainbow vacuum like set? I was just about to say rainbow vacuum because that lady, that when she came to my door, I, she almost sold me. Then she told me how when much they it was. That dirty water. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, never mind. I'll just sleep. Them. I'll just have dirty floors. It's fine. You got poo water in your carpet. <laughs> you better calm down over there. What'd you say, Bill? I'm sorry. Waterbeds. I could see you Ooh. being the king of waterbeds. Selling waterbeds. We need one more mattress store. Got this store. new thing. <laughs> Another mattress store? We need here. one more mattress store here. I don't think we have quite enough. There's one on 25. There needs to be one per person, I think, in Cornelius. <laughs> do people, don't people just buy mattresses online I now? Don't or do know. you test I, them that's, out? That's like one of the conundrums of living here. Like, how did the all these mattress stores stay in business? Do you know the secret? I think it's mattresses and billiards, isn't it? Isn't it a combo <laughs> shop? I'm pretty, and jacuzzis? Isn't it like a trifecta? I think it's all three. I don't think they sell all three at all the stores, though. Is there a store you can buy all three? I think the one on 25. Don't they? Mattresses and billiards. Isn't that like the name of the store? <laughs> I, don't, I don't go to that exit, so I can't tell you. Part-time jacuzzis? Like, isn't that? <laughs> <Part-time laughs> waterbeds could work, though. I think I, I think could. you could sell some waterbeds, yeah. Correction. Could have sold waterbeds in the 60s. <laughs> That's what I think. I oh, think people, not the today. jig is up on waterbeds nowadays. Oh, people don't do it anymore? I don't think so. Man, in the the 80s, yeah, I just, I don't know why they don't do them anymore, but in the 80s, you went to somebody's house who had a water bed, I was like, oh, they're rich, rich. Right. Yeah. Right. (laughs) That's That's the level of status I was going for. I would need like some type of plexiglass tank around it, so just in case if it were to bust open, but I I guess that would have been the peak of luxury, right? Mm -hmm. Like, because you think about memory foam, memory foam is designed to like encapsulate your body the right way. I mean, water clearly was the origination of that that idea i would imagine i'm just purely speculating right now yeah have you ever owned a waterbed i've never owned no i told you that was the height of sophistication when i was no no i've never even slept in a waterbed have you i feel like i've laid on a waterbed before i've not owned a waterbed myself i don't trust myself with that um if i popped i would definitely pop it i feel like i'm a i'm a toss and toss and turn Mm -hmm. all night kind of person yeah like i do the full fledged like it's not just a rollover it's a it's a, it's, a, it's a full hop, both directions, back and forth, uh, usually in the night. Yeah, that me. water bed will humble you real quick. <laughs> You'll be caught in the trench. Oh, no, I could just you imagine. You swimming in your sleep. I could imagine Demi, right? Yes. You know, like like the blob at summer camp. You know what I mean? She's getting launched. She's getting launched. Right into the closet door. There it goes. Nope. No more of that. Yeah, that would quickly be gone. That would be a big old waste of money. It would just end up outside in the yard. Talk about super country, right? <laughs> the water bed in the yard. It's not a pool. We can't refill it very often. We don't. We can't afford to refill so the, kids the water. Play on it. 
Yeah. I'm just play on that waterbed out there. I'll just hook it up to the French drain. <laughs> just constant. Keep it full. I'm telling you, we're getting some life hacks right now. Yeah, where's the waterbed store? See, and then you can convert it in the summertime. Take a needle, just poke a few holes. It it's becomes a like a sprinkler. Yeah. And then in the wintertime, when you just want the, the playpen, you use duct tape on the holes. See? Man, that's some good ideas you're having here today. I'm trying to save an industry. That's what I'm the really trying to do. The industry. They're in the desperate need right now. You're the most concerned about them. Let's bring Caleb back and see how a luxury <laughs> waterbeds are. You didn't are. ask about how many waterbeds they had. I didn't have put it on it, my list. Put it on the list. I should have asked Caleb, about waterbeds. Caleb, we have to call you later, see how many have waterbeds. Waterbeds uh, would probably be Pico luxury. Now, one of my favorite things to do in the summer is the floating docks is just to sit on the floor. So that's the closest I've ever gotten to a waterbed, I guess. Just to sit on the floating dock and like... Have you fallen asleep on the dock? Yes. Okay. Yes. And then for like the next three days, I still feel like I'm on the on the dock. I've fallen asleep like in the sunshine one time. And it's definitely once because it was like the first time I made the mistake and definitely hopefully going to be the last because I had put sunscreen on, but like my last move of the sunscreen was like an oil base because, mm. you know, I got that deep olive skin that's mm. prime for for getting, getting sunbaked. And I did like this. I wiped my shoulder. I took my hand. I just literally wiped my shoulder on the, like the last bit of oil. So what do I do? I wake up and there's a handprint mm-hmm. basically there. I'm almost positive if I were to declothe right now that that is still there <laughs> on my shoulder. It's been a it's been a couple of weeks since I've looked like at it. Like a third degree burn on your shoulder. I think it became permanently part of my yeah. skin. <laughs> it's just scarred on there. That's what happens when you fall asleep at the Carolina Beach in August. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, yeah, that is rough. So that that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. So. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm pretty vigilant with the sunscreen. Um, that's one thing that you I'm, apply uh, multiple times, yes, because I do not like to get sunburned. At all? I don't. Uh, do you enjoy being sunburned? Is that fun for you? Um, I don't enjoy being sunburned. Um, I do believe though that I can bronze, even though I can't. Even though I can't bronze, I I say to myself, um, you know, this is my year, Justin. This is the year where you're finally going to get that base layer. You know who's really bad at tanning? The Germans. I just don't understand <laughs> why is it that Germans think that they can tan when they clearly can't. I never said that I could. Tan. You didn't say that. No. I feel like you did say that at one point to me. No, I didn't. Hey, who are you? I'm Ben yeah, Daniels. surprise guest. <laughs> did you even see him over your shoulder? No. Or no? I scared Bill. I really... Ambush guest. Bill, Bill look at Bill. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrifying. I was very caught up into the segment and... You, oh, you were Deep listening to us. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever had a waterbed? Is that why you came? I don't want to talk about to water. Uh, <laughs> toilet overflowed this morning, oh, no. and it went through the ceiling oh, into the. No. It's just been a bad morning. Oh. Good morning, LKN. Yes. <laughs> bad year so far. Let's just start over. So far, the year's been bad. I feel like it. I don't want to. I mean, Mamie just I'm here. she I'm is here just to a bubbling ray of sunshine, love and life. Yes. <laughs> Life is and good. And I'm over here driving down <laughs> You got to just stay on that exit 28. That's the key to happiness. You know what really makes people happy? Listening to Brian Summers, the home ad show, Monday through Friday, 9 to 11. You're going to buy something, trade something, sell something. Brian Summers running his own board today. This is the champion, Mr. Statesville himself, coming up for you in Studio A. This week, giving away two tickets to Greystone Launch. That's us. Yes. All week long, two tickets to the Home and Garden Show Home and Landscape Show uh, here, also on Home Ad, News Drive at 5, and the scoreboard. We'll see you tomorrow. The new 1059 100.7 WSIC, Statesville, Mooresville, North Charlotte.